Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNC Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Yes, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race UK. So, let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling... The GNT Podcast. Clank. <laughs> Everyone, welcome back to another episode of us reviewing and recapping mm-hmm. RuPaul's Drag Race. Now, we're on episode seven, aren't we? We are. Six girls left, six girls have gone. Exactly that. Now, before we get into it, Tom, there's a lot of things I want to talk to you about. The first thing really is your attitude. <laughs> I just want to clear something. <laughs> what kind of feedback would you like to give me? And now, do, do word it very carefully. I think that you're really, really great. I'll tell you what feedback I do want to give is that we bought two, maybe three weeks ago, uh, Joe Black's Gin. Uh-huh. Now, you know, I'm all about supporting the Queen, especially if there's alcohol involved. Wow. I'm the first. Like I said, I I really fund a lot of the, the Queen's performances that I go to because mm-hmm. I'm at the bar more times than I'm watching them at the stage. You are indeed. Purely because I'm there to help out staff yeah. and, you know, the people behind the scenes. I'm all, I'm all for helping. However, Giving back to the community. However, I could I could walk to Tesco's or I could walk to the Outdeck or walk to wherever and I can get my gin straight away. <laughs> Not waiting two to three weeks, babes. What so, I would um, say is Joe is from a bygone era. You know, she references the 20s and that kind of era, 20s to 40s. So, you know, postage was a lot slower back then. Mm. So she's Should probably... I be watching out for an owl, maybe? Or a raven. Be more Look, I'm, I'm really looking forward to having a sip of the new Deco Punk gin mm. while we podcast. So I'm really looking forward to that as well. And do you know what? We're getting so much information about the release of all these new Drag Race. Because Drag mm. Race Spain coming out soon. That are is... we going to be podcast? Are, are we doing that? I'm certain that we will. Um, I think for us, I think as long as there's a drag race on the air and we can fit it in, we'll be reviewing it. So we're going to do I... the Espanol. Yeah. And obviously we know the drag race down under has been filmed as well. Yes. Um, yes. And I um, I saw the cast. So what happened is that they were, it was basically Drag Race Australia, wasn't mm-hmm. it? And then some stuff happened there. So they had to go to New Zealand to yes. continue the filming. And so instead of uh, Australia, it became Drag Race Down, Down Under, Under because it's combining New Zealand and Australia. Just for everyone who doesn't know this, Australia and New Zealand are like cats and dogs. <laughs> yes. I grew up. To, to to not like Australians, really. I grew up knowing that they were the enemy. And I think Australia... Australia didn't even think twice about New Zealand. They are just like, you're just a small little country at the bottom of us. I mean, like, you're not big enough for us to care about. But, like, Kiwis are just like, oh, there is Aussies. <laughs> that's, really, that's really the dynamic that we have. So I'm really interested to see how this plays out. I've never... You've never seen Flight of the Concords, have you? In spite of being a Kiwi. But I've, I, heard, I've heard of it. I'm quite when a big I... fan of it. And it's it's two Kiwis, obviously. And the Australians in that are portrayed as kind of like bullies and braggarts. Is that how you guys see them? Well, that's just kind of how they are. <laughs> that's just Australians. I don't Pat, know that... Yeah, there was no bias there at all. Apart no. from Kylie and Kath and Kim. So anyway, so they are filming there. My friend, William, from New Zealand... I don't know if I said this on the podcast. I saw mm-hmm. myself, Michelle Visage. <laughs> Michelle. I, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. Tracy Martel. No, he saw Michelle Visage wow. while he was walking around downtown. So, um, And I said, oh, did you tell her about my podcast? <laughs> 
and he's like, oh no. And I'm like, okay, how do I report abuse on WhatsApp? <laughs> <laughs> how do I block a friend from my life? I was like, how dare you? <laughs> you know I do a podcast. You didn't tell her about it. You talked to They stopped and said that's, hi to her. That's a true betrayal. He was like, hey, I saw myself a Sarge. And I was like, oh, did you tell her about it? I said, he's mm. like, oh, he went, oh, I don't. I mean, William's don't. been on the podcast. Come on, William. He sucks. Do I you mean, know what I'm excited to see as well? Um, the often referenced Karen from Finance is appearing. Oh, you know Karen from Finance. Um, Trixie and Katia have spoken about her often because they were so excited by her name and said it was the best drag name ever. I have, I've, I've seen Karen from Finance live. Have you? When I went to Sydney Pride. I believe her entire house has those kind of like corporate names. So it was like Jane from Reception, <laughs> uh, you know, Liz from HR, that kind of thing. Is there anything like, uh, um, what's a... Typical Mexican name in cleaner. Do they have anything that's really, really, really kind of racist, but they can get away with it because they are of that ethnicity? I don't know. I don't know. I, I couldn't dare say, really. I wouldn't really like you to know, dip my toe into that conversation. Anyway, so one of the queens, if, if it's true, one of the queens that are in RuPaul's Drag mm-hmm. Race Down Under, I know personally. Yeah. I... I know personally. Now, I hope they're not listening to the podcast. Because... What, what are you talking about? <laughs> We've got listeners all over the globe. Because uh, we didn't finish. We, we didn't. Our, our acquaintanceship didn't end on the best terms. Da-da-dum, I. Da-dum. Yes. You know what? We'll get into it. I might. I'm, I'll tell you what I want to do. I'm going to Facebook message him and be like, hey, how's it going? I heard that you I heard that you made it on the air. That would be um, we're girl. good. We're good, right? Girl, that's so transparent to me girl yeah, we're cool right we're, we're still we're goody good come on Gonch. the story will come out it will unfold and i'll tell you guys eventually what happened and what i said and you know like it was a dancer ego to a dancer <laughs> it's all i can say you dancer yes. ego it's an ego to another ego it is what it is no. i am i said what i said i refuse to believe i said it, what afraid. i said you're a wallflower you're mild-mannered so yes so there's a lot of things coming and all star six is coming out soon and there's just so much happening and then there's talk about more dynamics and the changing of what we do with drag race in the competition yeah. scene I just, I mean, Tom, I, I'm busy. I got two stray cats that I got to put oh, through college. Oh, gosh. Then they're, they're in that weird kind of phase where they hate me, but they need me. So, and, and they, and even they're really, really mean to me. They're the very, minute they give me any kind of love, I'm like, yay, yay. Yeah. But they, they really, they tolerate me. They're teenagers, really, aren't they? You know, know, teenagers, they're hard to support sometimes. I don't know how I do it, Tom. Them. I don't know how I do it. But here I am. I still make time for the podcast. You do. Cool. Draw and also, adversity. thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. Always thank you for joining us. We love that we have listeners from Mauritania. To Japan. To Russia, to India, because you guys, I don't know, you guys might know how like it it works, but we we can see a world map of where the downloads actually happen. Yes, and I don't know, we've never really been that preoccupied by the numbers, but we really love seeing oh a new country oh lights up somewhere. It's so like wonderful to think of. People in places we've never been to enjoying our show. So thank you so much for your continued support, guys. Absolutely. So. In that note, in that note. No, sorry. Next. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I, I, I would suck at Snatch Game. <laughs> I really would. Like, here's me reading everyone for being like not the best. And like, here I am, can't even get my words right. It's, 
I've got a little topic I'd like to touch on just because it's really topical this week and it's relevant to Drag Race UK. Yeah. So um, Sister Sister had an article printed in The Guardian, which is a well-respected British broadsheet newspaper, quite liberal and left-leaning to those of of our listeners who don't live in the UK. Um, And it's the first time I've ever seen... Um, a queen from Drag Race have an article printed in a newspaper of this prominence. I could, I, I'm sure I'm wrong there. I'm sure people will correct me on this, but certainly the first time I've stumbled across it. But it was a really um, relevant and poignant topic because anybody who follows Sister on Twitter or Instagram will know that over the past week in particular, she's had a really, really hard time with online abuse. She's had to have a little break from social media to check herself, center herself and, and deal with everything that's been going on. Now, obviously, this is a perennial problem, isn't it? The very, very sad the abuse that the queens get online. I'm not even going to say it comes from the fan base because you're no fan of Drag Race, truly, if you're going to abuse these wonderful queens online. All they're doing is coming onto a reality TV show. We're seeing a heavily edited version of what they can present in a TV show format and we do not know them as people. And so nobody has any right to comment on anything about them on a personal basis, really, let alone threaten and harass them. What do you think? I think that they shouldn't be doing it, but it's just become kind of the culture of the people who view Drag Race. It just disgusts me, though. I really find it repulsive. Um, And, you know, Sister gave examples. She wrote really, really eloquently. I was really impressed with with how, which I expected, really. She's a very eloquent writer. She gave a really personal account. The death threats and the kind of vile abuse that she's received. She also talked about... um, sending a message back to one of them and they came back with a really blasé kind of like, oh, I didn't think you'd read it kind of reply. And this is somebody who'd been horrible about her appearance. And so, you know, we're all here to enjoy the show and we all know that it generates strong opinions. And yeah, we talk about performances and stuff, but threats and making personal comments about people like that is just not on. Mm. Now, did you read about this or hear about this? Yes, I I did read about it. Mm -hmm. And it's true exactly what you said. Everything, I'm with you 100%. The only... This is not to take away from Sister Sister's experience because it's very, very wrong what a lot of the fan base or a lot of these people are doing. Of course. But queens of colour, black, Asian, whatever, brown, Mm -hmm. have been experiencing this for years, since season two, Tyra Sanchez. Yeah. So we're on season two now of the UK, which came after... 10 more seasons of the US mm-hmm. and then we've had a Canada and then we've had a, a Holland and then we've had more and more come up. Yeah. I just find it really, really strange and funny that the second it's a white queen, mm-hmm. their sorrow is broadcasted and put out and published Yeah, um, on The Guardian, nonetheless, on The Guardian. Yes. However, I don't, I'm a, I don't know, but I haven't seen many of mainstream newspapers or media take this kind of stance when it's a, a black queen and or we, yeah. a, a POC queen. Am I right? Am I wrong? Am we, I? we would be very, very happy to be corrected on this, obviously, wouldn't we? We'd, yeah. lo- we'd love it if we were wrong and there had been plenty of articles to this effect. But, you know, Kennedy, Jasmine, they had horrendous hate on their season. Britta, someone said Britta. they're going to push her in front of a, push her in front of a, push her onto the subway, was it? They said that yeah. about Britta. Now, I remember some online articles that, that were interviews with Britta, but I don't remember anything of this kind of, you're right, this kind of, you know, um, this highly, you know, 
uh, respected newspaper. Um, and you're right, go back to season two, Tara Sanchez. She was a victim of the Raven Was Robbed Brigade and painted as an angry black woman, um, which, you know, led to this horrible interplay really with the fan base and Tyra, now known as King James, I should say, doesn't do drag anymore given mm. her experiences with the drag race fan base look i'm not saying that it's wrong it's it's not wrong mm. what sister sister is experiencing course, yeah. is very wrong i just wish that there was the same level of care yeah. and respect given to black queens who experience the same let's also say this if not worse Absolutely. absolutely from the fan base yeah. and that's all i want to say on that tom i th- i think that's a fantastic point and cool. I, I think it's something we should all be thinking about more thank you i'm very wisdomous today you are i really feel like my my juices are just really going do you know what i mean I... let's get into drag race episode seven now six mm. girls have gone home we got six girls left now the six girls are joe black Sherry Valentine, bye-bye. Estina Mandela, who, in my opinion, should have been the one they brought back. Mm. But mm, Ginny Lemon, who worked her own ass out. <laughs> Veronica, who got coronavirus. Poor thing. Oh, my God. Look, the way we're reading them, one walked out, one got the virus, <laughs> one was voted off. Like, And then Tea Coffee was taken out last week. Now, my only yeah. issue was this. Who is going to narrate UK Drag Race now that she's gone? Taste. Taste, girl, it's all on you. Taste, Taste is, and Lawrence. Taste is a great narrator. Lawrence is a great narrator. Now, the six girls that we have left, and I'm going to say this with the wins, Lawrence Cheney is our reigning queen. For mm-hmm. me, she's she's still got this in the bag, regardless of her lip-syncing last week yeah. against the coffee. Now, she's got three wins. Yes. Do you know what I want to say? What? Lawrence Cheney, when she falls, yeah. she falls hard. She's um, got, uh, you know, we noticed that she's quite a sensitive flower in the first couple of episodes, actually. She comes in with a lot of bluster, her humour is her armour, but underneath is quite a fragile person, I think. And you're right, when she falls, she falls hard. She's a fantastic drag queen, but when she struggles, she really, really goes into her emotions. Yes, it's like there's two extremes to her personality. It's this really, really confident, loud, bubbly queen. And Mm -hmm. if she's not that, there's no middle. it's straight to she struggles she's on that struggle bus and so it's just she needs to find a way of struggling but not telling us because she tells us when she struggles not literally but the way that she performs when she's not confident is very loud to to be fair though on a reality TV show it could work to her advantage because we've seen her vulnerability as long as she doesn't veer into um, the kind of territory where people might pour scorn on her, which yeah. they shouldn't for showing her emotions, but they can in this kind of situation. Now, the Knicks, the runner-up to her, in my opinion, going so far, also with the amount of wins, is Bimini. Now, Bimini's, Bimini's now got two wins. She won last week. Do you think that she's a top three material? I do. I think she's having a late surge in the competition, and I think she's really, really doing fantastically. If you ask me, it should have been a solo win for her, for UK Hun, uh, Ruru Vision. Yes. Uh, but it wasn't. Um, which brings us to the other two queens who've got badges, who are Ahura and Tace. Now, both of these queens are fantastic. I felt a bit like they were kind of like brought along for the win when all the whole group got badges. Um, Tace is really wonderful and charismatic and such a fantastic drag queen. Um, and Ahura is just a fashion girl who's got this like rising arc in the competition in terms of likability. We're seeing a lot more of her personality and her humor and stuff. So yeah, fair enough. They've, they've you know, it's, it's a ruse decision. It's not mine. But, mm, you know, did they deserve them that week? I'm not sure that they did. 
I I know that Bimini has two wins, right? Mm-hmm. And Ahura has one. And remember, Astina had one, but she's no longer with us. Instead of Veronica. But, oh, yes, of course but, she you know, did. It is what it is. Mm. I like Ahura more in terms of her sass and her... Her energy. Ahura's just the straight up lethal drag queen. She's really good TV as well. Who is amazing TV. And tastes. Who is who doesn't sugarcoat? And there's something about it. I know people are saying that she's a she's a bitch. She's a bee. But yeah. I like this bitch. And she, you know what? She's not a bitch. She's a drag queen. Of course. Like when, That's it. Again, we say it every week. When did it become a bad thing to be a bitchy drag queen? Exactly. I, I don't get it. And I just, I really do want a horror up there. In my mind, a horror is top three material above Bimini. Just, just, just for me. But Tace is stunning. Apparently last week they didn't show all of her... Um, Captain yeah. Kim, characters, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Look at me. Oh, we didn't say it's nice, it's nice as usual, it's different, it's nice. Which we did say at the time, didn't we? But she, she spoke She did say, so we have to retract our cancel. Remember, we, we told our <laughs> army of GNT to we said, um, cancel her. But we, we are, cancel we're taking that back, okay? Yeah. We love her again. We and do. then the last two who are just there is Sister Sister and Ellie Diamond. By saying that they're just there, what I mean is that they ain't got no wins. And they've really... There's someone you put your drink on because they're coasting. <laughs> Seriously. They we all are. know I've got a soft spot for Sister Sister, but I do think, you know, I think she should have been high in Snatch Game. I think there should have been three high girls. I think the group judging did not work in her favour in Revision. She was more deserving of a Rupita badge than, say, Tate or Ahura that week, I would say. Absolutely. Or Sister Lawrence. Sister should have been recognised for that. Definitely. Um and she has had some other strong weeks and she's come back with a new vigor, I would say. Ellie could have been a, a contender. What did you call me? Vigor. Vigor. Sorry. <laughs> um, Ellie. Oh, I was just taking it back there, Tom. I... Ellie had some strong weeks at the beginning on the more look-based challenges. Obviously, the um, the purely look-based first runway, you know, uh, hometown and UK icon. She had some great looks and she was top. She... Um, it was, she was unfortunate she was paired with Lawrence in the uh, make something out of a colourful fabric challenge and she was she had really really good luck absolutely um, agree with you there but still she's just there at the moment with no wins I, I think what we're seeing with Ellie is that she's a really sweet girl and she's fantastic to look at I do love her looks um, but I don't feel like she's bringing a fully well-rounded sort of drag persona and personality and maybe something a bit similar in Sister in that Sister's still finding her feet as a drag personality, there's a bit of uncertainty there, but there's new confidence in the latter half of the competition. Of course. I've said this before. These girls have had seven months on mm. top of everything. Uh, everything moving forward from their return back to the workroom mm-hmm. needs to be pure excellence. They need <laughs> to be... We need to judge them in between all-stars and new. Do you know what I mean? Like, when, you, when they're <laughs> yeah. all-stars, like, you have to judge them even harsher. When they're new, there's a lot of forgiveness. But I'm gonna... I'm halfway with them. Like, I expect mm. a bit more because... They've had seven months to mull over everything. How are they coming off? What were their weaknesses? What was the the judge's comments? Yeah. How am I coming off? How can I fix that? They've had this extra time. So I do want to see a bit more polish I moving think forward. Some girls went away and really thought about that. Like sister, sister. sister. Some girls did not. I think maybe Tia. Because I think Tia, she's so lovely and so funny and charismatic. But she brought the same package before and after. I just 
I, I mean, I'm sorry, that pterodactyl pigeon. That is trash. Garbage, mama. Trash. I, oh my gosh. That, Bimini I, as well. Bimini has like honed herself down and, you know, just refined who she is, I think. And her features? Oh, a few Everything's of them are. changed. <laughs> Look, this week, let's move on to this week. This week, it's going to be a sewing challenge, isn't it? Sewing slash making something out of unconventional materials. It's basically the same thing, but there's going to be a lot of hot gluing involved, I think. Yes. Mm. So the, they've already had a challenge like this already, really, really early on, Slight, where Lawrence kind of won. Slightly different, I would say. Again, well, they had to create something. Create something, yeah. Yes. But sewing versus kind of like, what can you do with a hot glue gun? Yep. Yes. Very similar look-based challenges, but slightly different, I would say. Yes. So knowing what we've seen them do something quite similar, who do you think is going to do well this week? Well, I actually think um, most of the girls left here, if not all of them, I like their looks. And they were some of my favorite looks in the first one. Um, I think Bimini looked really elegant in that, that blue kind of lacy affair. Yeah. Um, taste i loved the versace-esque safety pin number even though it was a bit rough around the edges and she got a lot of help from a horror. i agree with you i mm. really loved her look yeah and it was really really close between her and a horror now i would say a horror it was clearly a beautifully finished garment but the silhouette was lost in the cape and stuff yeah so but you know yes, absolutely that's by the by i guess really it's just my taste lawrence clearly won that challenge um you know what? A lot of the people in social media were like, no, she shouldn't have won. They really didn't like her look. But I disagree. I really liked Lawrence's look. I wouldn't have chosen her. I wouldn't have chosen her. But um, both hers and Ellie's were very strong. Yes. Ellie's was great. I just, it was actually a fantastic and beautiful leotard that she created. I, I thought um, she kept on mentioning Marie Antoinette as a reference, and I thought she could have gone more extravagant if that was her reference. That was my only criticism, really. Yes. Um, and Sisters, I loved. She had that kind of like Lady Miss Keir, Groovers in the Heart, kind of 90s club kid ensemble um, that was easily the best of the pink looks because she, well, she was with Jenny Lerman. You know, it wasn't... Yeah, she, she won by the... She, she could have just walked <laughs> she, down there Jenny in and, a nappy. In that lovely, glittery... She could have walked out there in a diaper bag. and she would have won. <laughs> look, I, did, I didn't appreciate Sister Sister's look that week, but like you said, maybe I'm just not as sophisticated. My taste isn't as sophisticated as you and hers because you two yeah. are like besties or well, something. We, we are as well. Yeah. Oh, by the friend, boy, uh, my friend Sophie saw her on Eggbeth Road the other day. How? How does she even know it was her? Well, she didn't at first because her mullet was concealed, but then she knew it was her. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, shout she's out to the, Sophie. She's a, the celebrity only spotter. one with a mullet in Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. kind of mullet, definitely. Yeah, would you please, Trekkies, mullets, <laughs> that is Liverpool. We love you, sister. Um, so on to, so the girls come back. And um, there's a little bit of conjecture that basically highlighting what we've just said, aren't they? Like, there's a bit of a divide between the, the haves and the have-nots with repeater badges. And it's, it's a little bit of a pride of lionesses forming around the couple of little warthogs here, Sister and Ellie, aren't they? They're, they're potentially the prey here. But Ellie, Ellie kind of gives some kind of platitudes about they're underestimating me. And Sister comes up with like... She comes back with something a little bit more intellectual and she's a bit more like, they're not realise how the competition works. Kind of like you're only as good as your... Sometimes you're only as good as your last week because of the system that's in place. Uh, yes and no. Yes and no, you're yes right. Yes and no. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. But at the, 
at the end of the day, we're halfway there. Okay, let's say we're halfway there. Some girls got two badges. One girl has three badges. If you're sitting there with nothing, you have to start feeling like, am I buying time? If I don't win something soon, am I just literally buying my time? Am I just waiting to be sent home? Completely agree. You've got to be Jujube to make it to the top three with no wins. Yes. Or top, well, it will be top three, I think, with with the UK. And by saying that, you need to be charismatic as hell and a really good lip syncer. So Ellie and sister better hope they get a badge this week. Well, they kind of need to. Now, going into this, I just want to give you another example as to why I love a horror. Mm -hmm. She sits there after they've just got back from the main stage. Tia's just gone home and she's just like... So, um, who do you think is going home? Should I start? Okay, I'll start. Sister, sister, <laughs> legendary you think you are? Legendary looks like, like she literally just like, she said, okay guys, library's open. Mm-hmm. I feel like reading you girls. And she's just like, you, you're going next. <laughs> then you're going to go after her. I re- that's what I like about her. Like people are, people will be looking at that going, oh, what a bitch. I'm mm. going to say, like, whatever. I don't know how you feel about that, but when I see that, I just see... I just see... She's that. a sassy, bitchy drag queen. She brings good TV. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it. I love it. So they do have their own library challenge again. We do. Today, the library is open. It is. Any reads that were like, yes, that you remember? Oh, do you know what? I'm so bad at this question. Can you go first? Anything that the you only, remember? The only thing I remember that was really, really good was Lawrence Chaney. Uh, Ellie Diamond's so dumb, so stupid. She studied for the COVID test. I love that. That was very, very good. Yeah. I was like, there. I Her. Thought, I thought Sister had some good ones that made me chuckle. The um, taste. I'd love to see you slip into something long and flowy. The Thames. Yes. I thought that was a good one. And then taste was a for those funny who aren't in the well. know, who aren't British. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Thames mm-hmm. is a. What is the Thames? God, he's been reading people for not knowing the Thames is. The Thames is a river? It's a river. It's a river. I think it's the longest river in England. It runs through London. Is it the the river that uh, um, Vinegar Strokes wore for her runway? Dear, Why, you, you know, the one that looked like a pink smurf God, jizzed all over awful. her and then she just ran onto the runway because the one she you had see... no time to clean it up. <laughs> That's, that smurf sex. It's cool. Yes. It's so messy. Um, it's the one you see in the opening credits of EastEnders and the one that you lived next to for two years. So... I, I could have looked at that my whole life and not known it was supposed to be the Thames. <laughs> I just don't understand how you would... If someone says London and you think of a blue squiggly line that represents the team, Tom, seriously, London, of all the things that is quintessentially London, you wear smurfjes. But you know that's because she wasn't allowed to wear her original one, which was London Underground, which is actually a really good look. That was your plan B for RuPaul's Drag Race? Smurfjes? I think she was told last minute. Uh, I don't... Anywho... Um, I've given, I gave them kind of tally marks for how many times I laughed and <laughs> I laugh amura. Like, yeah, da, 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 the, one, the ones I found funniest were Sister Lawrence and Bimini. Okay. Bimini. Mm-hmm. Bimini had some funny moments. I just can't remember them. I just laugh and I go, ha ha ha. Then delete the information. It's very much a candy. Meh. Forgettable. <laughs> because I don't remember. All I remember is that one, that COVID test. But the winner was 
Actually, sister, sister. And I gave her three tally marks. You gave her like, three. And I gave the others two each. So. Well, give her a rupee and a badge Absolutely. already. If, well, if you declare it, it shall be done. Winning the reading challenge is significant because let's not forget, B won the first ever reading challenge. Yes. Okay. And so cool. is this the turning point for sister, I sister? Lo- I love how you're comparing her to B. I feel like she's getting a sassier edit to the, Tom, today as well. I, I don't know what it is with you and sister, sister. Mm. I have to just say, that I don't know... If in the past life you two met on Grinder, <laughs> because you know she literally, you we can find you can find her. Open it up. She's probably <laughs> online now, trying to get more people to follow her. I don't know, but like you, you're protecting her too much, girl. It's it's call it Scouse pride. Oh, call it Scouse pride. But I actually genuinely, I genuinely think we come from a similar place, sense of humor wise, which is too sophisticated for a lot of people to get. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. I'm sorry to say it, but I've said it. Listen. This week, they need to transform themselves into lockdown super sheroes. super queen. And they have to use the mismatched materials. They mm-hmm. get to use their own hair, their own shoes, and their own undergarments, but the rest have to be 100% the junk that they so, give them. So this is what I mean about it being a different challenge. It's a bit more kind of like, say, the, the sugar ball, where they, they all clearly built it around a corset. Yeah, you know, and it's about gluing shit onto a corset, basically. Or if we're a bit more creative, going in another direction, as opposed to the episode two challenge where they had swathes of fabric to sew with. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, you can have that one, Tom. Thank okay? you. Because you just wouldn't let that go, would you? No, because I'm right. You kept trying to show the difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not where's Wally. <laughs> Stop looking for my mistakes. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's what they got to do. We've already said who we think's going to do well or not. Let's watch the rest and see what comes up. Okay, Tom, I have a confession to make. Please, please do. I think feel, I'm a bit safe. coffeed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that explains does some that, of the uh, edge you've been displaying. Does that make sense? I feel like <laughs> real coffeed up. Now, I don't know if anyone knows this. I haven't really told you listeners, mm-hmm. but I've been on this diet. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, when am I not on a diet? Please, please, please yell if you are on a diet. Please, like, if you're on lockdown now, I mean, everyone would have heard if you're in the UK, we've been given an end date. This is like the Avengers end game. This is the end game. We're going to overthrow Thanos. We have been given the date June the 20th, where we are 21st when we're out. Mm-hmm. Something like that, yes. Was it Ju- July? And the gyms are open in April. So everyone's yeah. now, all of all of a sudden, everyone's like on a diet. My Instagram <laughs> feed is like, everyone like, I'm going for a run. You th- and I'm like, where, where were you? <laughs> where were you like this whole time? And also, we went to see up the park today. And I was like, there are so many runners out here today. Everyone's so running. everyone's like, oh, damn it. I've got four months to get me a hot body for the end of lockdown. <laughs> you want a hot body? You've been very disciplined for weeks and weeks no. i have been. and it's, so, it's really admirable and thank you i will say you're looking really quite fetching oh cheers cheers <laughs> for that so i was doing the 45 challenge mm-hmm. i do have another podcast that is documenting my experience you on guys it. should check it out it's called what the thut a how did i get fat again <laughs> podcast What the thut? and it really is a how the how did i get fat and i'm doing the f45 day challenge mm-hmm. and i'm reviewing it every week now i'm on the final week it finishes next week on mm-hmm. wednesday and i've i've lost a good amount of weight and this is not the first time i have done it but anyway 
Because of that, I have not been able to join Tom and drinking with a podcast. Like mm-hmm. I am not drinking the gin. I'm not drinking a nice wine. I will be drinking the Deco Punk when it comes. You though. will if you it comes. It will, Joe Black. Joe, thank you. Joe's got his best raven on the job. So I have to rely on zero calorie coffee to, like, you know, give me a bit of oomph. You know, and I'm, I think I had too much coffee because I'm just like, I'm alert. <laughs> you know, I didn't put the white line, but I did snort it. <laughs> so I really feel like that at the moment. not sleeping tonight. Now, Tom, I need you to tell me this. I heard during the run through mm-hmm. when RuPaul and Raven, oh, first of all, Raven, wow. Raven looks snatched she is life is she on the f45 day challenge like she is looking be stunning i love how raven Slim. is, is her, calls herself the beige nightmare as well because she was a vision in beige she's stunning. absolutely she's so stunning so during the walkthrough when mm-hmm. she was talking to ahura uh-huh. ahura was talking about maybe she exaggerated the amount of debt but she said that she's been to art school, fashion school, yeah. and she's in about 60 grand mm-hmm. of university debt. Tom, 60 grand. Why is it so expensive here? To Well, it's just the system that we have in the UK. Obviously, I can't speak for other countries. I can only speak for the time that I went to uni as well, but there were tuition fees and you've got to live. And you've How got much to pay was rent. your... Are you? Would you like to disclose your student I wouldn't loan? like to disclose the exact figure, but it, I'm in a lucky position because I entered into a, a job with, with security and the ability to pay it off afterwards, which not everybody does. So I count myself as very, very fortunate. I'm fortunate. See, I don't have to worry about that because I got given a full scholarship well, for university. Somebody worked very hard in school. And I just had place. to put that in there. Look, mm. I know that you're a doctor, Tom, but I'm, I, got, I have brains. <laughs> I have substance. You've got loads I'm of brains. I'm somebody, okay? You've got loads of brains. For 60 grand of debt. Oh my gosh, I it's can't. It's not unheard of. Especially, obviously, she's gone into a more artistic career where they don't have job stability. I'm sure she's had to do a lot of internships. I have to say, like, even though I was in here, I was looking at how much it is to go to, like, performing arts school. Yeah. And it is about 20 grand a year. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a big problem. A so if it's a three-year degree, four-year degree, that is sixty grand. So basically, what I'm saying is, please buy Ohora's merchandise. <laughs> please help, help please, a girl out. Please support Ohora. That is a lot of money. Mm. Now, one of the most awkward things I've seen so far this season was Bimini talking to RuPaul and Raven. What was she saying? Took the toilet rolls. Like she was just all over the place. Oh, she well, was really, really flustered. It was, it was a good idea because obviously they're post lockdown and we all know that when the first lockdown happened, bizarrely, toilet rolls sold out within five minutes flat because people were hoarding them for some reason. People thought the way to survive the apocalypse was to have enough toilet roll. Yes. Um, so she's playing on that. So that's that. not how you make it through COVID? <laughs> what? No, apparently not. Apparently not. Um, but so she had the kind of like, you know, toilet roll, roll, roll holder headpiece, the toilet roll boobies. But it seems like she abandoned it soon after because when she came back in the next day, she held a different silhouette made out of a curtain. Yes. Reminiscent of the season two uh, Gone With the Windows challenge, perhaps. Taste. I want to talk about taste. So Taste has taken inspiration from Bag of Chips and is using wire wool. Lord knows why she would, because Bag of Chips should have been in the bottom that week, but skated How by her personality. did Beggar not make it in the bottom with her look, with because the brilla pads? Her personality. And she'd won a repeat a badge by that point, hadn't she? One of the worst things on Drag Race, it, period. It, was it looked like horrendous. a nappy. 
And it was just like really, really ill-fitting and there was no form. It was... She couldn't walk properly in it. There was duct tape down the back. So Tace, bless her heart, had taken inspiration from this and injures herself quite promptly. We see the the medic. Now, remember last week, there was the dramatic next week oh. on RuPaul's Drag Race and the sirens and everything. And they implying that Tace was going to be whisked off to hospital after some terrible injury. Thankfully not. She had a little dab of iodine, a little bit of disinfectant and put a glove on and she's feeling much better. How she's going to wear that thing, though, I do not know because she seems to have this kind of like cloudy, kind of poofy, unraveled um, copper wire body. She's going to have to shrug. walk down the runway like a scarecrow, like her arms out and just like being it's, it's very, gonna, very careful. She better not hope she's in the bottom because she can't perform in it. But remember when Dusty Ray was wearing something that injured her, it was like had like a chicken wire um, oh, structure. yes, it cut her. Yeah, so she she was allowed to change for the lip sync. Not saying Tace is going to be in the lip sync, but she hasn't finished her bottoms yet. Do you know what I found out? RuPaul is, during moments like this in the walkthrough, mm-hmm. she is the embodiment of your inner saboteur, isn't she? She walks around, she's like, so uh, you were in the bottom two last week. Yeah, it depends. yeah I want to bring it back up. Or, so, uh, Bimini called you a filler queen. How does that make you feel? Do you feel like you're worthy to be here? Depends on your narrative for the week. Like, Rue is either trying to, you know, the narrative is you're rising like a phoenix from the ashes. And so she's trying to light a fire under your ass. Um, which I kind of feel like I may be proven wrong, but I kind of feel like that sister sister story this week, rising like a phoenix. She's getting a lot of airtime. Um, she won the reading challenge and she, you know... Anyway, we'll see. Um, so, yeah. And Raven gives us some very good advice about covering uh, a beard. Because, obviously, a beard has uh, blue-grey undertones. So, you counteract it with orange-red tones. Opposite ends of the colour wheel. Colour theory. Thank you. I'm not an MUA. Cover girl, don't cover boy. Well, no. <laughs> don't we know it? Um, there are little moments that they have during this time. I think this workroom moment is literally a fly on the wall kind of doco type where we're just looking at the girls and watching mm-hmm. the girls exist. Yeah, which I like, actually. I like the relaxed tone of this episode. It's not like there's lots and lots of drama. It's like quite playful. We see some fun bits of shade and things. It's just very, it's quite mundane. It's not overproduced. Was... And we always complain about things feeling overproduced. There was that fun little bit. There's a little bit produced there with a horror being a spy and trying to get things from Sister Sister's table. I do that want... entertained me. Lawrence said... And I wanted to know if you had an answer for this, because I didn't, Mm -hmm. because I don't share that same. Anyway, she said, if you walk into a room and people start laughing, what are you meant to do? She provides the answer herself here, I think. What? Um, You become the funniest person in that room and you change the laughter from being at you to with you. Oh, I didn't hear her say that. Well, that's the story she gave. She said, um, I, I was very, very poignant when she said that. I thought, you know... What do you do when you walk into a room and everyone starts laughing at you? Where do you go from there? That was, And she started crying and it felt very, very real and poignant. But she said that one day she just had enough and she, with her humour and her wit, she, the guy who was bullying her, she tore him a new one verbally. And she said two weeks later, I was regarded as the funniest kid in school. Hmm. So she, she, she turned it around. She stopped them laughing at her and made them laugh with her not everybody is blessed with the i guess the quick wit 
that Lawrence has, but certainly she found a way to channel that pain into humour, which we've seen week on week with Lawrence, I think. And I, I, this is a great moment for her and Sister Sister. I really liked it. Uh, it was like mutual support. We were like, you know, we were queer, creative kids. We were poked fun at. Um, but I really, really liked what Lawrence said as well. Like, when I really want to create, that's who I revisit in my head, the kid I was when I was seven, that creative, arty kid. Uh, and that was really beautiful, I thought. Kind of, because I think sometimes um, as queer people, sometimes we can seek to sort of suppress the injured child when there can be a lot to embrace there, I think, in terms mm. of the purity and the creativity and stuff. And I thought that was really beautiful. Before the world told you, don't think mm. like that. Before the world put a, put you in a box. Yes. You know, what were you thinking? How outrageous were you? Talk to that person. That is nice. Mike yeah. Tyson gives the best quote here regards to bullies. He said, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. <laughs> so to any listeners who are experiencing this... Punch them in the face. I'm not going to say Mike Tyson is a <laughs> I implore violence. role model. Last week I called you to cancel. This week I say punch. <laughs> you punch. I'm just joking. <laughs> now, from what you can see in the workroom, because, you know, we've got a lot of time watching them just exist mm. and do nothing else but exist. Mm. You, you kind of got an idea what the girls are doing. You saw the materials from that. Who do you think might pull out something? Well, we saw the themes emerging. Um, sister Sister says she's going for a Garden of Eden thing and she has the most materials. She has um, all the materials. All Good the materials. on you. If, I was, if, I, if I'm not a fashion person yeah. and I was given 15 seconds head start, I would have grabbed everything Grab and just give, you know, don't give them anything good to use because as long as they're worse than me, mm -hmm. I'm fine. Hold them to I might not win, but at least they don't have the materials to beat me. Lawrence says she's going for sportswear, but Lawrence has to change her plan halfway through because she realizes the fabric won't sew. And she ends up using kind of like scraps of blue and orange, which isn't my favorite color palette. But there we go. Um, Ahura. I, I like Ahura's. She's kind of going for like a Captain Britain kind of thing. Going to save the world from coronavirus. She says she's going to go for a couture silhouette. So I'm quite excited to see that, actually. Ellie is kind of predictably being the candy princess. Um, which is very much we where she exists. We get it. You're the baby of the group. <laughs> yeah. You rapped about it. You say it all the time. We get it. I'm seeing Princess... You're young. Princess Peach meets Katy Perry already before even seeing it. Um, and Tace... <laughs> hasn't made her bottoms and she's got this weird wire wool unraveled bolero, are we calling it? I don't know. Um, and then Bimini has, you know, basically gone with the window season two episode one challenge she's maybe it looks like a sort of versace-esque silhouette with with a high thigh slit but we'll see we'll see um who, who am i excited about ahura and sister and i think elia looks super cute i'm really curious to see tace I, I think Tace is going to struggle this week. It's going to be a UK season two versus season one moment here. Mm -hmm. Put that on the Instagram. See who wins. Oh. 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 Well, Look, new theme coming soon, perhaps. All this teasing, I really want to get to the runway and see what these girls create. 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 I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm um, Jordan. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just inspired by Bimini. <laughs> Vupal. Uh, you may have Let, wed in the press. The press. <laughs> Let's see what these girls create shall we go to the runway 
Okay, it's time for us to brush up our MUA in fashion certificates. Talk. Oh, gosh. Do you know, I always find this one of the most awkward things because, <laughs> like, I, anyway, no, you know what? I do have a fashion background. Of course you do. I've been doing this for how many seasons? I got this. I know exactly what I'm talking do. about. You've got so eyes. So do you, Tom. I have eyes. I have fashion. I have mm. fashion. If I say it one more time, will it come true? I have fashion. You have beauty, you have grace. So we get to see finally what these girls are giving us. So let's have a see. The first queen that we have is Taste. Now remember, Taste is the one who um, unraveled all the Brillo pads for her corset. So this looks like she unraveled uh, <laughs> a lot of Brillo pads and pasted it on a corset. There's no other way that I can see it. Very Naomi Smalls kind of like silhouette feel, but yeah. just not on her level of polish. I see where you're coming from. She's got the pins out, hasn't she? I mean, it's not that different to where we left it. She talked about needing to make some bottoms and she seems like she never really got round to that, unfortunately. I think... As always, Taste looks gorgeous. I love this cropped hair on her. She's like a young Dorothy Dandridge wandering around in what can only be described as a kind of fluffy copper brillo paddy kind of arms and corset affair. I mean, it's better than bag of chips. It's better than bag of chips as attempt. Definitely. You you use bag of chips as the standard. Anything is better than that, but... Like the in the front of the corset for the thong, it looks like it's hanging on by a single piece of Brillo pad I, I, thread. I, that's, like, it's a complete afterthought. She clearly wanted to make bottoms, but decided at the last minute, oh, I'll just turn it into a um, do you thing. know what? Sometimes what I have to do is this I have to take away the queen because taste can make anything look sexy and she taste, sold this taste can make anything look good so i have to imagine what this would look like on a mannequin and i want to give and her, when i when i see that in my head i'm like oh no, no i want to no, give no. her props for uh wearing something so self-injurious frankly i i yeah i mean she's in danger just what i feel unfortunately all it does is show off her amazing legs and beautiful face now next up we have lawrence cheney what i do want to say about this is that the workroom discussion made me feel like she was gonna be in the bottom however Mm. i feel me i feel that this was actually really really well constructed considering that this was materials that she couldn't sew and material that doesn't stretch so i mean the the colors are jarring. It yes, has good are. shape, but I think she constructed something quite well. It looks like a canvasy material that looks really hard to work with. And she's created this sort of corset with a little bustle. Um, it's very showgirl. Um, she's got her like 1950s flip. Um, I do not like the color scheme, but she looks like she's sponsored by Iron Brew. You know, the drink Iron Brew. No. It's a Scottish drink by coincidence. It's a Scottish soft drink that has a blue and uh, orange color scheme. Um, So overall, I admire what she's been able to do with what looks like some really difficult fabrics. Just the color scheme's not to my taste, but that's neither here nor there, really. It looks like the... In the same theme as her outfit that she wore where she looked like the um she had the lifesaver mm-hmm. it looked like the cousin to that outfit yes yeah it looked she, very she likes orange, doesn't she? next up we have a horror i just want to say this is amazing a horror did a fantastic job the amazing makeup this just, is so good she looks to me like katana from mortal Kombat, but like ascending to her throne 
you know, because she's got like these these ruffles on her arms that are evocative of the fans. It's all a plasticky material that must have been hard to work with. Sister Sis is going to murder her for nicking her blue glittery mouth thing, by the way. And I feel like all the ruffles and waves running through it are very evocative of Iris Van Herpen again as well, who she referenced last week too. I do want to say that uh, she did. She just clapped. Now, this is NHS inspired from the blue, and she did a yeah. little clap. Do you want to check your bank balance? I think your bonus came through. Do you want to quickly check it off? <laughs> thanks, Ahora. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Ahora. Yeah, she but got money. She, she looks kind of like Jean Harlow in a kind of, you know, um, some sort of like burlesque underwear I, shoe or something. As I well. love this look, Ahora. This is amazing. Very, I love very it. good. Well done, Ahora. Now, Bimini comes up wearing that. Well, Bimini, like she often cites Vivian Westwood, and it is it has got that punky, deconstructed Vivian Westwood vibe. Um, I do, I like the comedy element of putting the plunges on her bottom, but it makes her look like a baboon. Do you know how do you think with how do you think Vivian Westwood feels when they say that this very reminds me of Vivian Westwood? Because I would be offended if someone said that that reminded them of something that. As my brand. Overall. I, mean, I, I personally didn't like it. The the kind of colours and shapes and things didn't quite work for me. It looked it looked quite messy and put together very last minute and just rough. That it, is what it was, though, because she was working on a different idea until quite last minute. So I expected a bit better from Bimini, I guess. Now, Ellie Diamond. Look, I have to say this. I really love it. It's like this a, it's is really like good. Katy Perry kind of yeah. theme. I love the color of that wig, and it's food. You know what? I don't. I don't know. I'm confused. I don't know if I like it because it's food and I'm hungry, <laughs> and it's, I'm, I'm not allowed to have it. So there's this awe and like, wow, look at that. It's so desirable. The- I don't know if it's because it's food that I'm. I really like <laughs> the outfit. I was very like, it is definitely like Katy Perry's um, California Girls era, but like, Absolutely. like, like she's walking the runway for Heatherette because it's got all those like sashes and plastic and bright colors. And also, there's a little bit, there's always a little bit of Princess Peach in there with yeah. Ellie. I really like it. Do you like it? Tom? It was really, really good. It's very good. Ellie Diamond, so young and just um, makeup amazing. Mm-hmm. Construction, fashion, she's got it. She has. She's got it all. She's definitely got it all. in the top here. What a. Now, sister, sister, she got 15 seconds to choose everything for her outfit. And she used everything she for her outfit. She put it all on, didn't she? She did. She was like, I was going to put... It's very... The word is hodgepodge. I would say it's a little too busy. Um, I'm enjoying all the shapes and colors. And it's definitely drag. And she loves those 60s beehives. It reminds me a bit of that floral Moschino runway where they were almost kind of like living flowers. Um, so it's got that going for it. Um, I love Sister Sister. I love the campy element. She gives it so much character. It's a bit too busy. Do you like it, Tom? Yeah, but it's a bit too busy. Tom, come off it right now. You cannot. It's a bit too busy. I said what I said. <laughs> I said it's busy, okay? Tom, look, this is, there is, it's like a GCSAC... Yes, all the letters. An, Thank you. An A levels project here, an art project. It's no fit. It's not formed. It's it's just a lot. It's too much. She looks like she's carrying the fire flower from Mario World. I don't know. It's. I'm sorry, sister. Now, for me, in my opinion, the bottom two is going to be sister, sister, and taste. I think it's going to be uh, taste and bimini. It's going to be sister, sister, and taste. 
And the winner this week is Ahura. There is Ahura no competition. Ahura was stunning. There is no competition. Hers looks like something you would see on a catwalk. It was so beautifully constructed. It looks like a real garment that she brought with her. Exactly. It's like, it wasn't just the outfit. She also thought about that face mask. Like, coronavirus mm-hmm. is a mask. She drew a mask on, but made it fashion. She made it fashion. She... Ahura is, she is that girl. She is the one. She really turned out this week. And, and she like, re- usually drag queens get tips, but she gave tips, Tom. She clapped. <laughs> I saw her clap for the NHS and I told you, check your damn balance. <laughs> she really, really turned out and redeemed herself from not winning the previous design Absolutely. Challenge. So we're in agreement, yes? We're in agreement. Should we uh, have a look and see what our colleagues think? So, do you agree with the tops and bottoms? First, let's go with the top. Ahura and Ali. Absolutely. Absolutely. We said it. We saw it. And Ahura was so deserving of the win this week. Congratulations, Ahura. That 60 grand student debt, I hope. <laughs> I hope this is what it led up to. The, the, her prize is... I hope this is what you... Pay that off. I hope this is what you... That repeater badge. I mean, good if you sell it. Who knows? Ahura, it's just like the now, construction of it and the movement and the way she had like this lionfish kind of snapping wing. It was just... Absolutely amazing garment that she created, and I can't credit her enough. Now, the bottom two taste definitely was there, and along with her is Sister Sister. They, you know, when they were kind of like talking about the safe girls, they kind of implied that Lawrence was low over Bimini, which I don't fully agree with. At least Lawrence had like a, a tidy constructed garment. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I liked Bimini's Vivian Westwood punky look, but all the same, and I can't disagree with the bottom two much as I love Tace and Sister Sister. Absolutely, we're um, here to be impartial. So it's not, it's not a nice week in terms no. of who's in the bottom. I'm afraid. I want to talk about the lip sync. I really want to talk about Tace. Now yeah. there's a confidence that she has as a performer, and watching her lip sync just brought me joy and just really got me off the edge of my seat. First of all, she's wearing Brillo pads. Oh, that is she she powered through, though. Dangerous. Not only is she wearing it, she did not let that limit her performance. She lip synced for her life. Like if if she was going to get cut, she was going to win this lip sync with blood all over the floor. <laughs> but can they check? Can they check that there's can not a medic blood? Please review taste. She at this did point. a she did a death drop mm. on the floor, and I think you know appropriately named that drop oh. could have been the death of she her could have lost pints of blood in the process and then she was on her back moving her legs doing the swivel she did her arched back there's a grace in the way that she moves her body it's like it moves with a purpose and there's a journey her movements go through the the right journey to get there it's not just a fling there's purpose in the way that she moves and that's so beautiful to watch it's ah like she won this lip sync so easily and she looked sexy such a natural so sexy doing it now tom i need to ask you a question Mm -hmm. how do you how do you feel about the decision from RuPaul well, to send... I don't know. It's just sister. sinking in, you know, just processing it. I was watching... I, I think, you know, we've not talked about Sister's lip sync. I think she put up a fight. She can gave just, good emotion. Can I say this? Before the lip sync, when Sister Sister was announced in the mm-hmm. bottom, I looked at your face and you just did this audible, like... <sighs> <laughs> 
It's like you already knew that she wasn't going to survive against Chase and you were already sad. You're like, mm. and I was like, oh. <laughs> there was just something about Sister that I connected with and I rooted for. Something about being just a bit offbeat and misunderstood or something. I don't know. Do you, maybe there's something about you that you were maybe offbeat and misunderstood growing up? I, I, um, there's something that I'm connecting with in her personality yeah. and, and her story. I just liked her. Um, and you know her her reference points for comedy. I think I got, and even when she was walking off, like I don't think everybody would have found that funny, but she made me laugh. Oh, um, well, Tom, that's all that matters. Yeah, and that is all the actually. Yes. Um, so I'm so sister, sister's gone. Ask our sister. At least I've got a Welsh sister still to root for. So for me, it has to be Tace all the way now. I'm Absolutely, Tace is deserving with that performance. She can make it very, very from the lip syncs that I've seen so far. Tace mm-hmm. is our queen of lip syncs. Now we have to see. Tea coffee was like, mm. oh, is she the lip sync assassin? No, no, she didn't win lip sync. She survived lip sync. <laughs> Taste one lip sync. That memory, she won it. This yeah. one, she won it. It wasn't a survival. She killed off another queen. She is this year's UK's lip sync assassin. Taste does can't not survive. Wait. She thrives in lip sync situations. Well, she's just a performer, isn't she? She's and I mean, come on, look at that face. She is beautiful. Oh, she's Inside a stunning creature. Out. I could look at her all day. Me too. The the just the bone structure. Like she can get away with any hair. Her eye makeup is so snatched. Sister, sister, I can't wait for you to pull a performance at the Superstar Boudoir. She won't go to Superstar Boudoir. She'll she'll be in the Baltic Quarter. Yeah, Wherever you're performing, we will be there. We will sponsor your bar. We will. Can can more queens release alcohol? Can I ask? Sister, sister, can you release some sort of blue? Rosé. Something. It'll be blue because that's her thing, won't it? Well, no, it's Ahura, isn't it? Ahura literally claimed How it dare So now, you know, Ahura accused Sister Sister of copying something. For it. Now, Ahura's copied something off Sister Sister. Top, it's not copy. When you take it and then you assassinate her with it, I mean, it's, it's a hum- she humiliated her. Okay, you need to stop attacking her now. She stole the blue You need to stop her. attacking her now. Anyway, that's this week. We've got five queens left. Next we week, have. we have a comedy challenge. I can't wait to see what happens yeah, because Lauren Cheney needs to redeem herself. Yeah. And this time she can be funny off her own merit and not trying to be funny as someone else. I just think Lawrence is she's made to smash a stand-up challenge. It's kind of a shtick, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you for listening to Spilling the GNT podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone who's joined, for the new ones, for subscribing. Thank you If so you haven't much. subscribed yet, please subscribe. And mm-hmm. we always ask this and we all appreciate it so much. If you guys can just tell one friend. Tell a friend, guys. Yes. I do want to congratulate you, Tom. Your Instagram. I love the quality of the stuff that you put Thank out you. I, I really do genuinely you. love it i think people need to if you haven't yet you need to follow our instagram oh, the, what you, you do with that page is great no one else does it no one else does it as good as you you're a period. sweetie thank you so much i'm trying much. to cheer you up because sisters <laughs> you, you. you're really, compensating now actually yeah i really saw you like depressed <laughs> i really saw you get depressed when sister sister was in the bottom i was like oh you know what they I say i usually they... feel sorry for you but i really <laughs> i you, i really felt that moment i, I was like oh i should cheer him up actually listen to some emotion in you for once thank okay. you okay well thank you again please join us next time as we review our drag race but that's it for now thank you this is polo and dr tom we'll see you guys next time bye lots of love guys see you soon